Welcome to the Mouse Pals Podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my pal, Jeff. Hi, everybody. This is a 30-minute show about all talk about Disney parks and properties. We'll bring you the news and dive deep into the most interesting Disney topics. We have, like always, it seems, we have just a ton of news. A ton of news, absolutely. A ton of news, yes. Yeah, so we'll just uh, dive right in. That's right. Well, um, big, big news, kind of leading news right now is that uh, there are new Disney theme park hours for, for all four of the different parks. They've, the hours have been scaled back. Well, I guess it's not unusual since Universal did the same. However, right. more people are be going, I assume, will be going to Disney than to Universal, which uh, is a little concerning. But, you know, Disney does sometimes reduce their hours during the fall time. Granted, this has to do with the attendance numbers. All right. Yeah, and I mean, I guess just as expensive to keep them up open those those couple extra hours. And yeah, so so Magic Kingdom is scaling back. They're they're going to be open from nine a.m. to six p.m., which is uh, a little shorter than the seven p.m. which it previously was. Mm-hmm. Um, Epcot is actually going back two hours, so it is it opens at eleven a.m. and it is going to be closing instead of at nine p.m. Uh, it's going to be closing at seven p.m. Wow. Two all I, hours. Yeah, those are those big two hours, especially since you know you're used to Epcot closing around that nine p.m. around so, so after fireworks when it's dark outside. Yeah, well, if you got no fireworks, I guess you're gonna shut it down early if there's not gonna be enough people. That's right. Yeah, no, no, no traction. Um, and Hollywood Studios is uh, right now. It's ten a.m. Going to be opening at ten a.m., which is is the same, and it's. Going back from 8 p.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. Uh, and Animal Kingdom is going from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., which is an hour less than, than the previous 6 p.m. Yeah, those animals need to sleep. They do. They're, which, you know, I think actually that's that that's no, dusk time is usually when they're, when they're the most, most active, right? Yeah, yes. that's what I thought. Yeah, it's just when they are about to get active, we have to get out of the park. Well, right, right when it starts getting cool again. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'd like to yeah. actually be there later at night when it's cooler out, but whatever. That's right. Um, well, obviously, we can understand, like you said, we mentioned it on the last week's episode that Universal did this. It's not a big shock, but but those, yeah. are, those are a lot of real estate. That's a lot of hours that, that we're losing. Yeah. Though uh, there are there is word that some certain Disney World restaurants will be allowing dining reservations after close. So, for example, the two we know about right now are Oga's Cantina, which will be going until 8 p.m. Um, in Hollywood Studios uh, and then Be Our Guest uh, going until 7 p.m. Hmm. Yeah. So if you have those, you've got to get those reservations, but uh, be on top of that. So Florida is has dropped its travel restrictions of 14 days quarantine for New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, the tri-state area. Well, that's good for those northerners coming down. That's right. Um, I guess less of a worry that they're going to be bringing COVID. I, I'm not sure if there's still, I think there's a quarantine from their end. If you were a visitor coming down from the tri-state area, spending your vacation in Florida and then going back up, I think you'd still have to quarantine when you get back there. I believe that's correct. So just so everybody's aware of that. Do you have any news? Yeah, I got I got some fun news. It's Good. it's never too early to have pumpkin spice. Oh, it's the best. And it's back. It's back at the beginning of August. It's being served at Joffrey's Coffee 
and tea. Okay, so they have it right now. They're not waiting until fall. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah, it seems like they're starting earlier and earlier with the pumpkin spice. But if it sells, hey, so be it. That's right. Hey, it's a quintessential fall drink. But that's right. Uh, I, I like pumpkin spice here and there, but mostly there. Exactly. I like a little pumpkin spice, a little PSL when it's uh, when it's a little chillier out, and nice little warm drink to drink. I don't know if I'd have it in you know mid August. I agree. I agree. Disney. But hey, whatever floats your boat. Well, you know what? I'm I'm absolutely okay with this. Halloween merchandise is actually starting to show up at all the parks. There you go. I think it's not too early to get a little festivities out since uh, we're basically going through a really tough time, all of us. So yep. nice to have a little Halloween cheer. And I assume as Halloween's over, we're going to start selling some Christmas gear. Probably trying to get as much merchandise as, as they can being sold. Yeah, I don't blame them. And going to the other parks in the Orlando area, uh, well, in Tampa Bay as well, SeaWorld and Busch Gardens, they have reported a whopping 98% attendance drop. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it, it is crazy, but hopefully they're going to try to bring back some more people because they're going to take advantage of having the Hallow Scream uh, event that's still going to be going on. There's not going to be haunted houses, hmm. but there's going to be Scare Zone, which is going to be kind of open air. So Okay, Hollow Screen, huh? They're, that's the only, only ones who are going to be keeping it open. So far, uh, yes. I mean, everything's always subject to change. Yeah. The numbers are going down. Right. Uh, Percentages-wise, like you mentioned to me, private uh, hospitalizations have right. gone down as well. That's so, right. So. Encouraging signs, hopefully. Though That's we right. We never know about the fall surge that, that we've heard all heard about. That's true. So we'll, it's, it's a day at a time here. That's right. And we'll keep everybody updated as it comes. And I know the NBA playoffs is occurring uh, right now. And do you have any information about that? Well, uh, the NBA, uh, they, they seem to be catching a lot of bass. If you've seen a lot of the NBA players on, on Instagram or on some of the pictures, there's, there's a good article about it that, that uh, the NBA players just, you know, they're hauling in bass at, at the lake. Yeah, I fished there multiple times um, with Which, a guide at Magic Kingdom. And I must say the bass fishing there is exceptional. It has huge bass. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. I I didn't know one. I didn't know there was bass there. Two, I didn't know that you could fish there. Yeah, you could. There's multiple places that you can actually go out in Epcot. You can go out in uh, Port Orleans. Mm. But the best I think is having the bass fishing at in front of Magic Kingdom in, in the bay there, or yeah. the little lagoon. Right. And of course, no one's allowed to take any bass, so that place is it's teeming with bass. Hmm. So is it catch and release? Yeah, it's catch and release only. Okay. And you have to have a guide. You can't just go out there and fish on the shore or whatever. But you <laughs> can't actually. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> you might want to watch out for fishing on the shore anyway. Um, <laughs> right. But you could actually get a cane pole and go fish at uh, Port Orleans, but it's only in a specific area. Well, I want to go out and um, go to Discovery Island and throw a line out yeah we, you could go do that you go right to it drop in a line <laughs> um interesting so yeah with the guide obviously um interesting i did not know that apparently some 
some of the players were suspicious that that the NBA had paid a lot of money to get it seated with the bass, but apparently no, nobody's seated it in, in decades. Really, they seated it. They just put a lot of bass in there, and I think it was the late seventies, and and it's just teeming with and yeah. um, a bunch of bass now. Yeah, they stocked it a long time ago, and there's no need to restock because they're That's right. doing hmm. great there. Hmm. Oh, well, interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, well, uh, what about, uh, do you have any other news? Yeah, I got some news about uh, the restaurant group, uh, the Patina Restaurant Group, which pretty much runs a lot of Italian places and some places, some restaurants in downtown Disney, the Edison, Marie and Enzo's, Ristorante, uh, Enzo's Hideaway, uh, these are the people, the Patina Restaurant Group that owns or runs the Italian restaurants in Epcot, in the Epcot Pavilion. Mm. So they're all, uh, Edison, Maria Enzo, and Enzo's Hideaway are all scheduled to open up on August 13th, which already happened when we recorded this podcast. And of course, these are nice places to go to. They've established uh, yeah. good health codes and cleaning uh, according to the health code. So. Good, yeah, and it's good that those those restaurants are opening up and not shutting down forever, yeah. like we've seen. Yeah, these are like I said, I've had good times with these restaurants. Enzo yeah. Hideaway, very cool little bar. Yep. Um, so I haven't been to the Edison yet. It looks very cool, but uh, I look forward to going down there sometime. Have you been to the Hideaway? I have. I have. It's a very cool little little yeah. place they have there, and uh, it's a nice nice place. Yeah, it is. As far as some other news, uh, we're talking about the rise of the resistance ride. Right. That had some had malfunction. It was down for a couple of days, possibly because of a lightning strike, but it's back up and running now. Good, good. you have any updates about any corona-related updates? <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's, there's still no outbreaks reported from Disney World, which is really good news. That's good. Um, um, like you, you actually sent me the article, the Tampa Bay Times article that said that, you know, that the writer was saying that, that he felt safer at Disney World than, than gro- the grocery store, which is mirroring what, what you had said last week about your Epcot visit. Yeah, I think that person must have listened to our podcast. One of the 10 people that listened to our <laughs> podcast uh, copied right. me. Hey, I'm still here. I've been to other places, but I'm still here. And I don't think I... If I get Corona right now, it's not going to be because of Disney World. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So uh, there's going there's uh, COVID testing at Disney um, as as opposed to just the temperature checks. It's going to be located at the main gate by Animal Kingdom. It's going to be free to the public, including cast members. Though you will need to register. Now that's good. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was a sticking point for the the union. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those actors unions and and so that might lead to them coming back yeah makes sense well i got some news about the new redesigning of epcot and a new book came out about monorails by jeff Hmm. curdy vanessa hunt and paul waski forgive me if i pronounce any of those names wrong okay sounds like a good book sounds like one i'd like it to read but at but at the very end of the book they talk about a monorail ride or I think it's really just a monorail experience at the Epcot's new play pavilion. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't really talk much about it, but it's, it features that there is going to be some sort of monorail attraction there. Can't tell what it's going to be. Probably some sort of screen experience, maybe a, a 3D screen experience. 
uh, because there isn't too much of there isn't too much space in that particular play pavilion. But who knows? We'll see. It's still we're still working on it, or still working on trying to get more information about it. Yeah, and and you know some of the concept art that that you shared is pretty cool. I mean, it, it's like a future futuristic type environment. Um, you know, we'll we'll obviously see. Like you said, there's not a lot of room there. Yeah. Yeah, Epcot has a lot of developments in the future, and it's very yeah. exciting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it's like Hollywood Studios was a few years ago before Galaxy's Edge and everything, Yeah, uh, where essentially half the park is closed off and walled off, but uh, it's it's worth the wait. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Of course, we're not going to see it as fast as we want to, but you you got to play it safe. I understand you have some overseas news. Shanghai Disney is expanding their capacity and as well as updating their reservation system. Well, that's good. I guess that's something we could probably see happening here in the future, right? Yeah, and it looks similar to what we would expect. It's going to be a gradual increase in capacity. So right now it's 30% uh, at Disney Hong Kong, and they're going to be increasing it to 50%. So I think... Yeah, it's it's probably gonna. You have to expect that it's gonna be mirroring what we will see in Walt Disney World when the time comes. Just a gradual introduction of more and more people to the park. Yeah, well, that's good. Okay, so I have some good news, uh, if you want to call it good news, about the, that Disney is actually extending their flexible cancellation policy throughout the the year. What this basically does is waiving any sort of fees or changing fees or cancellation fees for your reservation at a hotel up until your actual reservation. So you won't have to pay anything extra if you cancel your hotel or, or want to change it. So that's a good policy to have in place, especially until the end of the year. Yeah, that's good. Um, I think that's a good good move on their part, and it's, it's consumer-friendly. So yeah, if you're not comfortable, then... Don't come. And I, I think that that's good because you have to think that if you're sick and if you think you're sick and you're like, oh, well, you know, I'd have to forfeit some sort of deposit, then you might be more willing to hold back on going if you're sick and, and therefore make everybody safer You know, if, if you don't get those fees back. So, so if they're allowing those cancellations, that's a great thing. No, it's a great thing for multiple reasons, as you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's it for the news, everybody. Um, that was a bunch of news. So they keep coming. I feel I say that every week. Yeah. But we'll keep everybody up to date. Uh, we'd like to move in, on to our deep dive. Exciting. Yeah. So our deep dive for this week is our favorite mixed drinks. That's right. We're going to talk about our top five mixed drinks. And so when I took this into consideration, I just, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, Big whiskey lover, especially bourbon. So mm -hmm. this was tough for me because there's so many great options out there. Uh, and I also, we did not limit it to the parks only. We, we you know, the adjoining Disney Springs, which is a great place for for drinks and a good a good time like that. Uh, so so, what did you take into consideration, Jeff? You know, I am a big fan of whiskey. That's why my drink of choice at home, bourbon. Right. Yes, uh, kind that's of right. Leaning more towards rye whiskey, mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I kind of chose uh, just a couple, maybe one or two whiskey drinks here. Looking at it, I only chose one, actually now two whiskey drinks, 
So, but when I'm at the parks, I, I want to have a selection. I want to have a variety. Yeah. Uh, whatever fits my mood. So and it may not be whiskey. Yeah. And that's a good point. And they have a lot of great whiskey drinks, but they have so many other good drinks. And, and sometimes, you know, like you said, you're in a good, you're in a different space. You're in, you know, maybe you had a good sizable thing to eat and you need a little dessert or some, some sweet cocktails. It's there, there's just a whole bunch. So, that's right. yeah. So without further ado, I will start off um, and say that my number five is, at Jock Lindsay's, the venerable place at Disney Springs. One of my favorite bars slash restaurants. Yeah, very, very cool um, bar slash restaurant. I don't know if I've had much more than appetizers. I don't even know yeah. if they have much more than appetizers there. But I uh, definitely had, had a lot of drinks. And my drink is going to be the Mayor's Reserve. It's uh, Woodford, Woodford Reserve bourbon, uh, black brandy, uh, simple syrup, and fresh lemon juice. I always love me some Woodford Reserve. Yeah, and you know I can't, I can't turn that down. Um, it's uh, overall just a great drink. It's got the bourbon, which is sweeter whiskey. Uh, it's got blackberry brandy, a little syrup. It, it's sweeter, but it doesn't. It's not too sweet. It's still pretty level-headed. Got a lot of those those fruit type flavors. It's a delicious drink. Well, that's good. Yeah, I, I enjoy that too. When I'm actually at the Jack Lindsay Bar right at downtown Disney. That's right. So what about your number five? My number five, you know, I got to go to whiskey. It's the Maple Old Fashioned, and that is located at the Ale and Compass Bar mm. uh, inside the Yacht Club Hotel, which is unfortunately because the Yacht Club is closed right now, or I mean, mm. um, I'm not yeah. sure if the hotel is closed, but I know the Ale and Compass Bar is closed. Yeah, that's right. We still have the Florida regulation where you can't serve alcohol at bars so maybe that's probably the reason why the ale compass is closed but you know the maple old-fashioned is a good take on the old-fashioned i prefer if i'm going to drink an old-fashioned i like just a regular old-fashioned but if i'm at yep. the yacht club you, know, you gotta have a little take on it the maple old-fashioned it has gin beam black extra mm. age bourbon orange juice angostura bitters and of course a little bit of maple syrup you know this satisfies my sweet tooth kind of like what you had up there but Mm -hmm. while not being so sweet either or at least exactly sweet. and yeah old fashions are probably my favorite mixed kind of like standard drink um so so that one sounds good i don't know if i've had this i we went there for your bachelor party I think. we did yeah and so some of us didn't remember <laughs> well i mean that was pretty early so i think i would have remembered that one uh, now, a little bit later, may I, you know, no promises. <laughs> if I told you we returned back there, would you believe I me? would, I mean, I would believe you, but I don't think it happens. But no, it may have happened. Yeah, we are <laughs> um, still too old of men to go back to the same place again. <laughs> for another right. drink. Um, but so yes, what's your number great, four? Great bar. <laughs> My number four is the, the Nutty Irishman at the Brown Derby. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. This, but... is, uh, <laughs> this is one of those, those sweeter drinks, a little bit of a dessert drink. It's got Bailey's Irish cream mm -hmm. and Frangelico topped with whipped cream. Yeah, it sounds very nutty to me. <laughs> yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's got the, um, whatever it is, hazelnut. It's a delicious drink. It's a little bit... Um, Nutty. Yeah, it's for, it's usually a way for dessert to, to have that. Um, and it's not something you can have a lot of, but it's a delicious drink. 
It does sound like a nice delicious dessert because I like to have Bailey's on the rocks, but if you mix the flangelico with the whipped cream, mm, sounds delicious. I'll have to go mm-hmm. there and try some. Highly recommend it. What about you? What's your number four? My number four, I'm going to Trader <laughs> Sam's Grog Grotto. Yeah, that's located at the Polynesian Resort, it's, mm-hmm. and I'm getting the Krakatoa Punch. Ooh, I have not had that. Tell me, it is. Tell me it's it. delicious. It's you know, maybe I have more of a sweet tooth than I have a, for a whiskey tooth. However, <laughs> this is a particular one that I have to have uh, because I want the volcano to go off while in Trader Sam's. Oh, so does it? Uh, does it make it go off? Yeah, you order this drink, and if maybe if a person hasn't hasn't if a person hasn't ordered this drink and within the past couple of minutes the volcano hasn't gone off, uh, the volcano will go off when you order this punch or when it's finished being made, and the whole room where I guess the kind of faces the effects of the volcano, the lights go dim, and mm-hmm. you hear the volcano sounds, and you look at the picture on the wall. And the volcano goes off. Um, in this particular drink, you have some delicious Sailor Jerry Spice Rum, Pirate Exo Reserve Rum, Orgiet, or Orgit, not sure how to pronounce that. It's basically an almond liqueur, and Sam's Gorilla Grog. Mm. Also, I think with a little bit of hibiscus grenadine in it as well, which is, it is a sweet tooth lover's delight um, with all that rum in there. Yeah, it, is, it sounds like a, a, one of those good kind of good tropical type drinks. Um, what is Sam's Gorilla Grog? I think it's some sort of mixed fruit punch. You know, I'm not really huh. exactly sure. Maybe you have to have some bartender come up. I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of Disney's secretive uh, recipe they, they can't give out. But I think it's a mix of fruit punch and some sort of other maybe possible liqueurs. But I think it's really just a, their own take on a fruit punch. Well, if I remember anything from college... I will say that those are usually the most dangerous drinks. They are pretty dangerous, and mostly because of the price is so high. I think it's over fifteen dollars <laughs> a shot. <laughs> uh, it's one of those you'd rather not remember. <laughs> and if you want to buy it in the tiki glass, that just ups the price, maybe even double. Uh huh. Do you have a tiki glass? I do. Okay, I, I do not have one. Like I said in previous ones, I have not actually had a drink there. I've been inside, but I have not had a drink at Trader Sam's. So. We'll have to go. We'll have to do the monorail tour. That's right. I want to see the volcano go off, too. That's right. There's going to be so many volcanoes going off. <laughs> um, well, good. That all sounds good. Yeah. So what's your number three? Mine is at the Great Bar in Abracadabar in Boardwalk area. It's like a magic-themed bar, right? Yeah. Have you been there? I have, but I okay. haven't ordered a drink there, actually. Oh, really? It's just, hey, it is probably one of the best. Uh, it's got a lot of craft cocktails, so it has really one of the best lineups and selections of drinks that I've had there. And I've had, I've had several future drinks at this, this bar. Um, I highly recommend it. So this, the, in this particular drink is the Sour Assistant. It's um, Brooklyn Distilling 77 Whiskey. It's... Uh, Great whiskey um, when it's just a, it's a made with the house made sweet and sour. Ooh, sounds good. I bet you make, make that disappear pretty fast. <laughs> That's right. I don't need an assistant to help with that. I, I can do it all on my own. I'm sure of that. Um, but, but yeah, highly recommend that drink as well as Abracadabar. Um, what about you? What's your number three? My number three is the Wild Strawberry Margarita. And that is located at the Chozo de Margarita 
which is the Margarita booth at Epcot, which is right outside the Mexican Pavilion. It is filled with tequila, strawberry, prickly pear puree. Say that five times fast. <laughs> and mm -hmm. Leger Cassis. Hmm. That, uh, that does sound good. I don't know if I've had the strawberry margarita. I've had plenty of margaritas at the, uh, the Mexican Pavilion. I like the avocado one. Mm -hmm. uh, but I thought you were going to put that on your list, so I, that's what I did with the wild strawberry margarita. Yeah, I, I definitely it was it was on there. It was probably would have been the uh, the honorable mention because um, it's delicious. Really, I couldn't choose between that or the jalapeno margarita, and I didn't want to choose just one to make the other one feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's yeah, the two. <laughs> Can I cut two. you off again? No, no, no. You're good. My number two is. Uh, across across the pond uh, at the Grand Marnier slushy at Epcot at the French Pavilion. Oh, yep, it is. Uh, you know, I, I, we've talked about it in past, uh, but it is a great and delicious uh, slushy. It'll cool you off during those hot Florida days. Um, it is Grand Marnier orange juice and gray goose uh, and mm. you can get a floater on top of that and it, it's with a little bit extra it's delicious it's great for a good hot day which Absolutely. most of the days in florida are yeah. um, they uh there's a they have another slushy type drink but the grand marnier's the delicious one i like the orange um the orange flavor to it yeah that pretty much makes my list too in a different uh version of it but we'll talk about that soon Okay, good. Well, um, what about your number two? My number two, I'm going to your bar there, the Jock Lindsay Hangar Bar, okay. and I'm getting myself an Air Pirate's Mule. You know, I know you used to like to have Moscow Mules. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I can. this one. Yeah. Good Moscow it, Mule is fantastic. It, yeah, it is good. And this is a great take on the Moscow Mule, but it uses Knob Creek uh, okay. bourbon, single barrel reserve bourbon instead of vodka. Oh, I like that. Is is a great take instead of because I'm not a much of a vodka fan. I prefer, as I said before, a nice whiskey, a nice bourbon, and it mixes the bourbon with lime juice topped with Fever Tree ginger beer. Mm, that does sound good. I like that. I like the idea. I'm a bourbon guy, like I said, um, and I agree with you. Love bourbon more than vodka. That sounds delicious. So, what's your number one? Well, my number one is going to be the. And I'm going to butcher this, but Sakura Jima. Bless um, <laughs> it is at the Takumite, uh, the new new Japanese restaurant uh, oh. that that we discussed. Uh, you you have not been there, right? No, I have not. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> and they are not open yet. That sucks for me. Okay. I know it's uh, once they open it back up, it is a. Yeah, it's a great, great place to go. But this is one of the ones that, uh, this is one of the drinks that they had that they recommended to us when not maybe a few weeks after they opened up and, and we went, I think it was the last fall, but uh, had that, has the KO Japanese whiskey sour uh, with smoked cherry wood. Something um, I would like to get when I visit there one of these days. Mm -hmm. They, they put it in there and they, they, do the smoking right in front of you. They'll they bring the contraption that that they put the drink inside of, and and then yeah, they the smoke proceed box. To, really cool. Yeah, exactly. And they they you know, they have the cherry wood, and they smoke it right there in front of you. It's 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 good. And and Japanese whiskey is is you know I 
I'm not giving it much of a chance before that. And once I started having, it's really good. It's delicious. Yeah. Real smooth. They make a delicious mm-hmm. whiskey over there. So, so that is my number one. It is, it's great. What about you? You know, my number one, you know, maybe should make this list because it's a seasonal item, but mm-hmm. I love it so much because we talked about how many times Florida has hot, has more hot days than cold, cold days or cooler days. And That's it's right. the La Vie and Rosé Frozen Slushy. Mm. This is located at Epcot, uh, usually during the Food and Wine Festival, at the food booth there, obviously not there all the time. Um, it's filled with vodka, which is uh, a great goose vodka. It has uh, the little orange vodka, the St. Germain liqueur, which is absolutely delicious elderflower liqueur, and white and red cranberry juice. Uh, it's so it's quite refreshing when it's so hot out in mm-hmm. the middle of Epcot. And that's what uh, makes yeah. it my number one. That is uh, a great choice. Mm. Thank you. I could, I could use that right now. <laughs> I think we all can. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. I'll let you slide since it's seasonable. Season, seasonal. 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 No, I think that's, that's great. And I love these. And, and like always, when we do the food or drink ones, it makes me just want more. Yeah. Want them now. Yeah, we need to find a new topic for next recording. <laughs> Nothing to do with food and uh, drinks. Well, those are those are the ones we're experts in, but, but we'll find something else. That's true. We'll do it. Okay. Well, uh, do you have anything else for us, Jeff? Yeah, I have nothing else to add. Okay. Well, th- that was a great, great trip around Disney, thinking about some of the best drinks that, that they have, some of the best cocktails that they have. Well, like always, uh, please rate us on iTunes. Put those those five stars there. Write a comment. Uh, we'll we'll respond. Uh, you know, join us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to have your social media, and and we're there. And yeah. uh, make sure to get in touch with us. We love to hear from you. Absolutely. Great. Well, y'all have a great week, and we'll see you next week. All right. Take care. Bye.